Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. Lead story in the Herald for today, Wednesday, the 29th of September 2021. SMME standoff over restaurant revamp. Upgrades to the KFC in Albany Road, Nelson Mandela Bay, were halted for much of the day as SMME members allegedly threatened to burn down the building and beat up staff, the second such delay to the project. Also on the front page of today's Herald, taxi driver faces court and boss after e-hailer pursuit. A taxi driver who allegedly forced an e-hailer off the road and then purposely reversed into him earlier this week must face the full might of the law and his fuming boss. A video of the incident, which quickly went viral on Monday, irked the owner of the minibus taxi to the extent that he too reported the alleged misuse of his vehicle to the police. And water blame game boils over and turns graphic. The DA has called for heads to roll over the latest water outages in Nelson Mandela Bay. So, water crisis in Nelson Mandela Bay, top of mind for most residents. We're joined on Behind the Herald headlines now by weather guru, Garth Sampson. Garth, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, uh, Darren and all listening. I'm going to ask you to wear two hats for us today. One as a weatherman and the other as a concerned resident of the Bay. Given our current consumption as citizens of this metro and given the predicted rainfall and weather patterns between now and let's say the end of the year, give us an idea what we can expect in terms of day zero. Is it just a scare tactic or is it something that's realistic and coming up? Well, Darren, that's a very good question. If we look at the consumption levels, which is not a state secret, we're eating 280 million litres a day. Um, the water left, we can determine by uh, the percentages given from the municipality, uh, minus the dead storage, and then we know exactly what is available in our storage dams. As of Monday, it was 18,294,000. Million. And that gives us uh, roughly at the present consumption rates 63 to 65 days. Let's say we save a bit and we get down to about 270 megalitres a day. We're looking at around about the beginning of December. There will be no water in the dams. That does not mean there's going to be no water because we still got Nooit gedacht. But the problem is Nooit gedacht provides roughly around about 210 megalitres and other sources um, under correction is about 35. So we've got a massive shortfall. Um, so the only way we're going to get through this crisis is to smooth that curve. And the only way we can smooth the curve is to drop consumption. So you're saying residents need to play their part. They're not doing it so far. Um, well, to put it plainly, uh, the residents uh, have got this famous little uh, game that they play and they point fingers at the municipality because they're doing a terrible job. Uh, I would just like to compliment the municipality and Barry Martin and his team. They are doing an exceptional job to try and plug all the leaks, but as they plug, more co- come in. It's a never-ending job like washing the dishes. They never get finished. As soon as they finished. There are more. So residents must really, really, really play a part. And um, if I can just add to that, Cape Town saved 50% plus on their consumption. We can't even do 10%. 
Now that is, uh, putting it plainly, is a mindset. First and foremost, you cannot save water if you do not read your meter every day, right? Well, I've picked that up um, personally. Uh, personally. Uh, we've discovered that the consumption was up like 100 uh, to 200 uh, litres a day. I opened the toilet and saw it was leaking. Uh, so I solved that problem in three days. If I'd left it a month, you work out how much water I would have wasted. You can also install water tanks. Darren, if I see I've got 20,000 at home and I want to cry when I see them overflowing, um, install as many as you can afford. Go take a loan on your bond because when the water runs out, at least you've got water to flush your toilet, to uh, wash your face. Um, I've even uh, managed to negotiate deals on my Weather Guru page with some of the suppliers to give the people discount because I'm very passionate about um, the saving of water. So it's Weather Guru that we look for on Facebook and there'll be details of this discount that you've negotiated regarding water tanks, Garth. Would that be right? That's 100%. Thank you very much for joining us today. And uh, hopefully you've given our listeners something to think about, particularly those who were residents of Nelson Mandela Bay. Water crisis, as I said earlier, top of mind and one of the biggest problems that's facing us collectively. Have a good day, Garth. Thanks for joining us on Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. Pleasure, Darren. A good day to you all. The water discussion continues in just a moment or two when we'll be catching up with the political head for infrastructure and engineering in Nelson Mandela Bay, member of the mayoral committee, Mr. Chunono Buyeye. Each one of us has a story to tell and a story to share. A story that deserves to be heard. A story that inspires, motivates and gives people a reason to keep going. A story about our triumphs as individuals and as a team. A story about our humble beginnings and what the future holds for us. A story about our heritage and that which brings us together. It is these stories that connect us. The Herald. Whatever you live for. We live to tell that story for you. Behind the Herald headlines with Darren Mann continues and we're talking water crisis in Nelson Mandela Bay. We're joined now by the political head for infrastructure on the mayoral committee, Mr. Chonono Buyeye. Uh, good morning, Darren. Um, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? We're not doing too badly, but collectively we're facing some challenges in Nelson Mandela Bay. I'm going to ask you directly to begin with, is it ageing infrastructure that's responsible for the water outages of late? Or is it uh, sabotage, as DA press releases and statements have alleged over the last few days? No, no, the, 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 the main problem is the, is, the, is, is the fact that we're in drought. And, um, and our system, how it is now being, it is operating, is not the normal way of, of operating. You know, when we have enough water in the system, everything should, uh, should run uh, fine. Hmm. And and that it is a result of little water that we have in the system, and when you switch on and off an old uh, infrastructure, it is bound to to crack, um, and uh, because the system is not the pipes that we have, they are not supposed to have uh, air in the system. Once you have air in the system, and then you switch on 
somewhere, somehow, these things are going to, to happen. So uh, part of it is the fact that, and the major part of it is the fact that we don't have water in Nelson Mandela Bay as our Western dams uh, are, are, are running dry. Uh, you might have known that, uh, you might know that I was I was at Churchill Dam last week. Yes. I was w- literally walking inside the dam where the water is supposed to be maybe 10 times higher than me, but I was walking in the dam. So the reason for the water outages, which we've experienced of late, Mr. Buyea, is ageing infrastructure and the fact that we're in a drought. Those are the factors at play. Yeah. Those are the main issues, but but we we, we we if people say, as you have alluded earlier, that uh, there's evidence of sabotage and and other other or tempering or whatever, if if there's any such information or evidence, we, we will gladly welcome it. You know, to sabotage a municipal infrastructure is a criminal offense. Sure. Anybody I, I... that does that. Uh, he must must face the, the the full might of the law. And if people, especially people uh, that have been uh, the names of people who are alleging uh, that there is this sabotage and have this evidence, uh, those are not ordinary people who are who are making these allegations. So so they know what to do if there's there's evidence. It does not even need an MMC. Does not even need. The, the executive mayor, people can go themselves and open a criminal case against any person who's who's sabotaging the municipal infrastructure. It's a it's a criminal offense. So so people to say there's 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 they've got in, inside information. We we welcome that, but bring that information forward if if you expect uh, the mayor or the MMC to act on it, or or. Take steps yourselves if you think that might be they might we are covering up for anybody who might be sabotaging the the the, the system because the irritation that this thing is causing to the to the residents is is too much if it's man-made. It cannot be people can't just go unpunished if they are deliberately sabotaging the, the infrastructure. So we we want to 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 plead to people if they have something, please bring it on board, bring it forward. So that action can be taken against anybody who might be a sabotaging infrastructure. So are you saying that as of this date, right now, no evidence of sabotage has been brought to you despite the allegations having been made? The executive mayor came back on Monday. Today is Wednesday. We had a meeting. It was agreed in the meeting where uh, some of the people who were in the video of that was circulating were also part of the meeting. It was agreed that there is no technical evidence or physical evidence that one can point out. Um, so it was ruled out any sabotage. It was ruled out in that meeting. We had another meeting again yesterday where the same position was agreed with the executive mayor chairing the meeting. So it, I, I find it uh, odd that uh, he might not know as a member of the Democratic Alliance himself, he does not know about the... In fact, he was shocked of the video that was circulating. He was not aware. I brought that to his attention to say, there's this evidence, there's this video doing rounds. How are we going to deal with this? That only came out in the meeting. So, uh, it, but, but we are saying, if 
anybody from the DA, from anywhere, or just an ordinary citizen has evidence against anybody who might be sabotaging the municipal infrastructure, we will gladly welcome and we will deal with anybody responsible for that. That we cannot, we, we are not saying uh, it cannot, it's not happening, it's not, but we, there's no physical evidence. There's nothing seems to suggest. Technically, there's, there's, no, there's nothing that, that, that backs up that statement. So that is the position uh, as we speak. And I have not yet been finished with that. I'm sure uh, as I last spoke to the mayor yesterday, he has also not been finished up with any information. So from that point of view, we are not aware of any or any evidence that, that suggests that there's, there's uh, sabotaging. Mr. Biyaya, let's turn our attention to uh, what the metro is doing in terms of infrastructure. We know the, the infrastructure is old, uh, in some cases up to 50 years old, and a figure of around 8 billion rand has been mentioned as being needed to upgrade and modernize uh, that water system of Nelson Mandela Bay. What steps are you taking as the municipality to assist residents? And can you give us an idea of how long residents will have to wait before the system is normalized? We, we need to understand. Uh, sometime in the middle of this year, we were talking about the, the imminent day zero of Kwanobushe. And for some reason, we, for, we neglected the fact that the Western areas the dams might are also running dry in, on, on the western side. We then concentrated too much in the Kwanobuse mat, which we are about to, to resolve as we have the pipeline that is almost finished now, that is going to be connected and we will use the Neutredach water for 70% of Kwanobuse. So we might resolve the Kwanobuse matter through the Neutredach scheme, but the western side, the Kohaluri system that norm- that feeds the Chelsea Reservoir is there. That is where the main crux, the problem is at the moment. How are we going to resolve that if it does not rain anytime soon? We, it, it might take us some time to get the Neutredach water into that system. And the water from the Neutredach is not like the water from the dams, as we are currently sitting now, with restrictions on that water. There, we can only take a, a certain amount of water. We are, we are restricted by the national Department of Water and Sanitation, because of the, the, the levels of, of the dams. So we need to, 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 to realize that the situation is abnormal. We don't have water. That is the first one. And try and find ways of making sure that the little water that we have, how do we make sure that we spread it around for all residents of the metro? And that can only be, by, by be accomplished by making sure that all of us will reduce our water consumption. We need to make sure that we reduce the water demand in this city. At some stage, it will irritate some of us. We will it, the, the, the issues of restrictions, the issues of pressure management, where the water comes at, because the situation is abnormal. We've never had a situation where the dams, the biggest dams that supplies the, 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 the city, is sitting at just over 4%. People need to understand and the the way we do things, we need to understand that we are now in a drought situation as a city. Those who can afford, those who can recycle water, we need to to, to do that as a a city and make sure that we save as much water as possible, but reducing the water demand for the city 
it, it, it needs to happen as, as like in yesterday. Mr. Boyer, that point was also made by our local weather guru, Garth Sampson, when we spoke to him earlier, and he offered a few suggestions for residents as to how they could go about reducing their water consumption. Does everyone have water at the moment? If they don't, when can they look forward to everybody having water? The, 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 the agreement where we have come to with the, with the administration, the executive mayor, and, and the official from the water and sanitation side was that Today is the deadline for all that is all the repairs that have been we've been done been doing to be finalized, and all households must have water by this evening. That was the agreement that we have we have agreed. All agreed that it's been uh, one day too many. There's just been too many days where people have been without water. We agreed that the, whoever was busy on site fixing anything that is being fixed must be there 24-7. Security will be provided to make sure that there's, there's security for them to work right through until they are finished with the, with the repairs. So we don't expect stories by, by this evening. We, we expect that water must be back for all residents who have been affected by the, what has transpired in the past few days. We are not ruling out any other outages in terms of what could happen tomorrow. We don't know. In most areas, uh, most lie-lowing areas, as we are speaking right now, they, uh, there's more and more areas uh, get, uh, uh, getting water. It's only just because the Chelsea Reservoirs, the, the, the report that I just got this morning was that it was sitting at just under 10%. Uh, so it needs also time to fill up so that the high-lying areas can also get water. The water is flowing in, but the problem is, as the water is flowing in, the, 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 those who are in the lower-lying areas are, are using the water, so it's also flowing out. It makes, it, it, it makes the system take longer to recharge for it to reach levels for high-lying areas to also access water. So that's why we are pleading so that we can all have access to water that those who are, are able to, to use what use water only for essential services so that we can allow other residents who have been affected by this also to access water so the reservoir is starting to fill up and we expect that by this evening everybody should have uh, uh, access to water confirming that'll be by this evening wednesday the 29th of september last question for you mr Bayeye, just back to the uh, number of 8 billion rand that was mentioned in terms of what's needed to repair or replace the infrastructure regarding water in nelson mandela bay has that been raised at a national level it's a big number we we are constantly in in in, in communication with the national treasurer in fact, every Friday, I, I sit in a meeting between the officials from the city as well as the officials from the National Treasury. We sit in that meeting, we participate, we make sure that all the challenges that we have as a city are brought to the attention of National Treasury. They've been assisting us. In fact, they've just seconded through the city support program uh, one of the water specialists uh, that they... they they will take care of when we won't even be paying for her to be in our city, but she's in, she's already arrived to that system. So we are constantly having these challenges. So they understand everything that we, we are we are experiencing and they know the numbers. We've we we we, we, we I, in fact we've met even the new 
Minister of Water and Sanitation, myself and the acting executive director, we met we, we met the, the, the minister a few weeks ago to brief him about the situation in Nelson Mandela Bay. So it, it is something that is known. But where the money will come from, it, it's, a, it's as we have put it, it's a huge figure that the city currently cannot afford. We, we, we just don't have that kind of money. But obviously, the system needs to it needs needs to be revamped. We need to find ways of making sure that uh, once everything is, is back to normal, we cannot have a system that will keep on breaking and people don't have uh, water for five, six days. It's just not, uh, not acceptable. That we, we want to say to the residents and, and, and sincerely apologize for that inconvenience. It, it, it should not happen. Uh, but it sometimes it, things are just beyond the, the capacity that we have at the moment. But uh, we, we we want to again echo the mayor the, the, the mayor's words of saying sorry for the inconvenience caused, um, and we hope that it's not going to happen anytime soon. Political challenges and practical challenges are plenty. We're chatting with the head of infrastructure and engineering in Nelson Mandela Bay, member of the mayoral committee, Mr. Chonono Buyeye. Mr. Buyeye, thank you very much for joining us. Have a good day. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you for the opportunity to chat to you. Continuing our chat now about the water crisis in Nelson Mandela Bay, we're joined by Councillor Mornay Stain. He's chief whip of Nelson Mandela Bay Municipality and also chief whip of the Democratic Alliance. Mornay, we live in challenging times. A third of the city without water for five consecutive days. Now, ageing infrastructure has been blamed. The fact that we're in a drought situation for how many seasons now also been blamed. And there have also been uh, statements and press releases made public by the DA which claim evidence of alleged sabotage of the city's water system. Yes, Darren, it certainly has been challenging times. And uh, I'd like to take this opportunity, first of all, to apologise to the residents of Nelson Mandela Bay for the outages they've experienced. It is unacceptable that we have to deal with these kind of matters, but it is unfortunately a throwback to ageing infrastructure, as you quite correctly say, and the ongoing drought. Unfortunately, this will occur when maintenance wasn't done over many years, and then we deal with ageing infrastructure, which causes problems. But Darren, to go to your question and the statements we've made with regards to alleged sabotage on the lines, um, unfortunately, this is something that is being investigated as we speak. Um, the We have been provided with uh, evidence or, or information from a confidential source, which we are unable to make public at present due to the fact that an investigation will be launched as a result of this. And we cannot obviously compromise our source nor the investigation in doing so. So the facts, I believe, will come to light on this at a later stage. Mona, in terms of ageing infrastructure, then a number of 8 billion rand required to repair or replace has been mentioned. Uh, is this number accurate? And uh, how are we going to deal with a problem of this magnitude? What is the municipality doing? Darren, yes, this figure has been mentioned. And um, there has been different studies to, to show how much of our reticulation system needs replacing in order to deal with this. But the fact of the matter remains that it is a massive backlog. And it should have been addressed on numerous occasions going for, uh, in the past. But Darren, to, to mention some matters, uh, is that in 2018, we secured loan funding to address some of the aging infrastructure and backlog in the municipality. And unfortunately, uh, subsequent to the change of governance at the time, many of those projects were stalled and did not continue. 
And as a result, we now sit another two years behind on dealing with this backlog. And this figure may actually be a, a moving target again as we speak. Mornay, in terms of the residents that are affected by the water outages in Nelson Mandela Bay, is it going to be uh, more of the same for the next few years? Is that what you're saying? Or uh, is there relief in sight? Darren, we trust not. We're doing as much as we possibly can to deal with these various matters. We have, subsequent to changing government again, dealt with the various mitigation, drought mitigation matters where we're going. But what residents need to realize is that we are in a drought situation. We do have scarce water resources across the entire city, and we are going to be having significant problems if we don't deal with our consumption. The fact of the matter is the amount of water we have is finite at this stage. Well, let me correct that. Not finite as such, because we are in a fortunate position. We will never have a day zero, as Capton, for instance, could have been, because we can receive an allocation from the Orange River scheme, which comes from the Neutredat water treatment uh, plant. So we will have those allocations. But the fact of the matter is, having a, a certain amount, which would be 210 megalitres when Neutredat Phase 3 comes online at the end of this year, the problem is we are still drawing more than 280 megalitres a day, which means we are over-extracting, and that shortfall comes from our dams which will run dry at some stage unfortunately so we need resident cooperation in terms of dropping their usage very much so very much so and look we have had cooperation from the residents but unfortunately there always is more to be done the municipality has implemented various augmentation schemes which will be coming online soon as well with the um, boreholes being sunk across the city there was a report today that the kuchakop uh, borehole system is about 50% completion, which will bring another 15 megalitres a day to the municipality's supply. However, that is still in a shortfall of where we are. But what we need to do is obviously secure the supply we have. And that means dealing with water leaks, augmenting our water supply. And this is where the municipality is progressing. We've done in the region of 12,000 water leaks have been repaired since January of this year. But more needs to be done, and we also require the cooperation of the residents. Well, it seems to be a problem which we're going to be returning to in the future at some point, and doubtless you will as well, Mornay. We appreciate you joining us on the podcast this morning. Have a good day. That was today's edition of Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann.